Hey guys, so just had to do um at least one podcast on this. So this podcast I think will mostly be about self love and bullying. Now I know from my first story that this is kind of a touchy topic, especially for a lot of people. I know for me personally, it can be. Um, so, I personally was bullied all the way from first day of school till, I want to say, fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. And kind of want to let you guys know what happened during it and what it's like through your kid's perspective. I mean, I know coming from my perspective might be a little different because I might be experiencing what I experienced might be a little different. But, um, it's not a fun experience. Sorry for any background disruptions. Um, bullying isn't always really, really bad. Yes, the way that people look at it is bad because of what people do to other people and the effects that it has. Um, I think... that most of the time the reason kids are being bullied are because they have something unique and they're different. Yes, you hear that a thousand times, but I want to say the main reason kids bully so they don't get bullied, but they do bully is because you've probably also heard this a thousand times but because this kid is going through something very terrible too and they just let all their anger out on other kids or they they like seeing others hurt there are people out there like that yes it may be wrong yes it may be not okay. I'm not saying that it is. I am saying, from my perspective, on this whole topic, is please think about the kids that are still going through other things, not just as well as anything, not just as anything else. Um, I mean, yes, it is not right, but let me tell you my story. So, my bullying experience started in kindergarten. Kindergarten. It was the very first day of school. I remember getting dressed, brushing my teeth, brushing my hair, and getting so excited to leave. 
I put some chapstick on, put on my glittery pink book bag, and ran out the door. I waited for my bus outside with my mom, and of course she was recording for all her Facebook friends and family. Well, I get on the bus, and I remember walking through, meeting my bus driver, saying hi to her, and asking her questions, sitting down by myself because I had no idea who anyone else was on the bus. Well, there was this fifth grader on my bus who was really nice to me. I made friends with a lot of older kids on my bus than I did any my age. I was more mature than my age, and I am now too. Not only that, but there was this one girl that was my age on the bus. A lot of the kids were older or younger than me so i really didn't socialize very much i have lots of problems socializing with people so i get really shy easily but i met this one girl who had a disability with her foot one of her feet were paralyzed me and her became great friends seeing as i have a disability as well i have rheumatoid arthritis Arthritis is where your bones are stiffened up and your white blood cells fight basically your red blood cells in a certain spot in your body and your bones can stiffen easily too. It is way better now, trust me, but back then it was pretty bad. But anyway, not very many people knew but her. We'll call her Emily. And my bully, we'll just call her Sasha. Me and Emily were some decent friends. Well, it was about a week went by from school and I was still pretty happy. Me and Emily were still pretty good friends and we still sat next to each other and talked to each other. And by then I knew pretty much everyone on my bus pretty well. Well, then there was this one experience, experience that happened in class with Katie. Katie got in trouble. Katie kind of took it out on me and started getting upset at me and it all kind of slowly started to happen with her bullying me. I was being discluded in things with her. Well, about, I want to say, about a month or two into school, I was doing well, grades were going well. I finally had learned I had dyslexia and I got help with it well then I was being made fun of because of it and then she at recess pushed me into a trash can outside and on top of that she told me I was worthless meaningless no one loves me my family hates me which hit pretty hard I mean at the time I was only six if you six or seven not seven only six honestly so, I really didn't like it at all, honestly. Well, then, it was a big mess, and I was really confused, and I was going in circles around my mind, till I just broke down crying. I sat behind the trash can in the kindergarten nurse play area that was sectioned off, so that way the big kids couldn't go in there, and... It was just a big mess for me. 
Well, one of my friends that I'm still friends with to this day, her name is, well, just to keep everything okay, so that way I know that she's not out there, and I'm not 100% sure if she wants her name out there, we'll call her Hannah. We'll call her Hannah. Then, what happened next, you'll never believe. Well, Hannah decided to go out and tell the the lady out there that patrolled us. I can't remember what we call her. Um, she told the teacher that I was being bullied at the time. Sorry, that's my dog. And she just didn't do anything about it. And I'm not going to put out my school name either. Well, then, the teacher let it go off for quite the while. I mean, I went years without saying anything to the teacher because why would I? The teacher would never believe me. Why would I think this? Why would I even think about telling the teacher? The, te the teacher would just think I'm lying. She's a good student with good grades. Why well, I'm over here struggling to read math and read my words. And why would I tell someone? That day, I went home, and I sat in my room. My mom came in with dinner and asked me what was wrong. I didn't tell her anything. I didn't think to tell her. I would never tell her. Why would I tell her? Well, my mom knew something was up, and she called my, my dad and asked him if there was anything wrong. My dad said he didn't think of anything that could have happened. Well, my mom didn't think of it and tried to make the best day that she could. That night, I went to bed and really couldn't sleep. Just knowing the fact that I would have to wake up another day just to deal with this this crap of her bullying me and having all this trouble. And not, on, not only that, but we found out my mom was pregnant just a while into, kin, into first grade. But I was only in kindergarten not even knowing this. Well... Then, everything hit me. Everything was just coming at me. I mean, it wasn't easy, but I still dealt with it. My parents had broken up when I was a couple months old, so I was going back and forth. And then, my dad went to jail. He went to jail right in front of me. The cops showed up. Bang! There was a, lid, a big loud noise out from the kitchen. And I heard, put your hands up! Well, my dog came out from under the bed and he was scared. My stepmom held me together, holding her eyes tight so she didn't cry. She said, can you please put your guns down? There's a child here. My dad started crying and he, he went willingly down to the police station. We were put in the car next to his while the police investigated the house. While they were investigating the house, I had to use the bathroom. So, I went in and it was a mess. There was glass shattered everywhere and everything was just so stressful for me. Only being five or six at the time and it scared me thinking what is going to happen next i'm in a car with my stepmom with my dad right next to me not knowing what's going on well 
while I'm wondering everything, I just just sat there and and wondered why is my dad crying in the car next to me why is dad leaving why are they taking my father when we walked in the first time for me to use the restroom they had asked my stepmom what this medicine was she had told them what she needed it for and why it was there and why it was put up because i was over every weekend and of course me being so little i had no idea what was going on I didn't know why my dad was being put in a cop car and being arrested. I thought maybe just me being so little. I thought to myself, maybe, maybe it's because he was being arrested for speeding. Or something to do with his car, because my dad loves driving. He loves being in his car, so why would he, so why would he not be following the rules? And why would he be doing this? I could only think to myself what was going on. And I never figured out why. And now I know. I truly know why. Turns out. My dad was on drugs. Now, could I stop this at the time? No, I really couldn't. I couldn't stop anything that was going on. I, I can't do anything about that. I'm only six. Five or six, honestly. And... I know now why, why it was so hard for my dad, why he was crying in the cop car, because simply it was the fact that he didn't want to leave. He thought maybe things were going to happen to him and I would never be able to see him again. Or they were chances, they were risks that he were taking only because he was simply addicted. Well, the next, the next weekend I'd gotten off school for a spring break. I was emailing my friends um, on one of my mom's phones until my mom got a call. And of course, I answered it because I was curious who's calling my mom. Turns out it was my dad calling my mom from the jail. My dad had answered. And I said, hello, who is this? And... He told me who he was, and I said, Dad? He goes, wait, and then he said my name, and then it all came to me. My dad was calling me from the jail. This was also stressful, especially being, again, five or six, I didn't know what's going on, I just knew that, why is dad calling from a different phone number? Why is he, normally it shows up a picture of all of us together. So why is it not doing that anymore? Is her phone different now or what? This looks like the same phone my mom had before. What is going on right now? Well, I finally had to go back to school. I was sad for as long as I can remember my dad was gone. I had to face it that my dad wasn't there at the moment, and Daddy-Daughter Day came, Parents' Day came, and my mom couldn't make it, and my dad was in jail. Well, my mom had finally told me the truth about my where my dad was, because she knew eventually I would find out.
She had told me that my dad did something he shouldn't have done and that he would be out of jail soon. Which is the right thing that she should have done. She should have told me. Or I would have never known. Then, oh, just then, I had to go to school the next day. Next day, I went to school. Sasha wouldn't even talk to me. Sasha was just upset. Then I got an email as we were doing math on the computers, and she had emailed me calling me a jerk because we were doing this project for the whole school on how anti- on anti-bullying and how bullying's not a good thing, but the problem was she wanted to be in on it, and I said that was fine, but she wasn't helping, and we all were just doing the work, so she got upset and wouldn't leave us alone, and I was so confused and had no idea what was going on. And it went on and on and on and on and on, <laughs> all the way up until third grade me and three or three four other girls were put in the principal's office while talking to the counselor saying well what does she do what does she say and we told her and i remember just shaking and sitting at the very end of the chairs and looking all around looking at the anti-bullying signs and what bullying is the definition the the pictures of his kids and his family and how they're such a happy family. At this time, my dad was out of jail. But, oh, was I in for a treat. I got put in after-school program before the start of the year. I was so happy. I loved after-school program, except there was one problem. She was in it. Sasha was in the after-school program. And when I got there, I already knew what I was in for. So when we got to after school program, we stayed until 6 o'clock. First, we would do homework. And then after homework, we'd do all these wonderful activities. And sometimes we even went on trips and field trips all the time. And I loved it. Except for, oh, except for when she pulled, pulled the worthless melody in my head and told me, you're worthless, you're nothing, and you're useless. Well, one day, that day actually, that exact same day when she got detention for bullying us, and I was so relieved thinking, oh my god, this is finally going to stop, and I can relax, my life is good again, and I'm okay, and I'm, I can forget that melody, and it won't be stuck in my head anymore. Oh, how I was so wrong. We got to after school program and did everything we normally did. We did our activities. And us being in third grade, we fought over the stupidest things ever. Especially like who got to put glue or write on a paper. But those were little things and we knew those were little things. So we just let those things go after a couple of weeks. Or days. Or months. It would begin as little fights into bigger ones, into bigger ones, into bigger ones, because she knew she had more power because I would not speak. But that day just was so miserable. We got to after school program, like I said, did our activities and, and then it was time to leave. It was already 6.30, how could it be? Everything went by so fast and 
I didn't want to go home. I thought I was in trouble because I said something about everything. Oh, but how I was wrong. I was in the right. I was very right about saying something about it. Well, I remember Sasha had walked up to her stepdad as her stepdad had told her to get her book bag and told her to get ready. She handed him the detention slip and said, I need you to sign this. And she, he goes, why do you have another detention for what reason? And she goes, because of her, and pointed right at me. I was so scared that her stepdad was going to walk right over to me and say something to me. But luckily, so luckily, my aunt was there. As we were walking out, she gave me nasty looks. And my aunt thought there was something up. So she finally asked us, because I had talked to my aunt about her. Is that her? I said, yeah. And she talked to her stepdad and said, listen, you need to get your kid under control because she's bullying these kids and it's a lifelong effect. And her stepdad just simply said, no. That was one of the scariest moments for me because I thought it was never going to stop because she's never getting punished other than a simple detention for only two or three days. It's just a lunch detention. It doesn't do anything to her. She's had plenty of those. She just gets bragging rights to go tell all her friends, oh my gosh, I just got another detention for being mean to those stupid girls. I thought it was just for her to just talk about how bad her reputation was. And how she was so bad. <sighs> Finally, it had stopped. And it was the only reason she was bullying me. We had finally got to talk. And I figured out why. Her dad was in prison for multiple reasons. And would only get out when she was around 18. All the way 18, 18, 17, or tw 20 or to 21 years old. I had felt so bad. But I knew what she was going through. I told her I would always be there for her if she needed someone to talk to. And now me and her are good friends. But it still is a lifelong effect. Sometimes that melody can still get into their head. Sometimes you can make people think they're so worthless they take their own lives. Scientists say almost more than half school shootings start because kids are being bullied and want reputation rights and paybacks for it. We need to change our world before it happens more and more than half suicides happen every year because of bullying. Online which is cyberbullying, there's, there's physical bullying, there's a whole bunch of it, and it needs to stop. But if you guys need someone to talk to, and you feel like you're going to commit suicide because there's this one person in your life who won't leave you alone, who makes you feel like your life is hell because they just they just don't stop and this melody keeps getting in your head that you're worthless, you're a piece of crap, and that your story just sucks and that your life isn't worth it. Let me tell you guys. Oh, it is. Because eventually that person 
might be going just through the same things as you are. And I know because at the moment you feel like only because I got over it doesn't mean you ever will. You have to say something or do something about it. Violence is not the way. Even Martin Luther King shows you it is not the way to solve problems. I really hope this podcast has helped you guys. I'm sorry it was so long, but I it's something needed to be said. I really hope you guys listen to this and understand that if your kid is acting weird and acts like everything's fine and constantly locks ourselves in a bathroom in the bathroom in their room in their bedrooms and does doesn't want to go outside and never has plans or is constantly canceling plans try to talk to them trust me they may try to push you away but all you can do is be there for them and if you're a kid listening to this thinking to the same way that you are talking to yourself Please listen to this. Talk to your parents. Go outside. Maybe make online friends. Find something. Talk to a prevention hotline. I really hope this helps you guys. Remember, you are not worthless. You are not useless. You are in charge. You can't stop anything else but yourself. Goodbye.